can't overcome our weakness unless we let God into those areas. And now, you know, there's subtleties. Um, one of the things we, one of the areas of this clergy conference as well, we have Father Sean um, from Lincoln Diocese come in, uh, and he he's an expert, if you will, and or at least he's led a lot of people from addiction to pornography out of that. Um, and he talked to all of our, our priests and to help us to work with people um, and to grow um, in this area. And it didn't just really do with pornography, it could do with any area of addiction. But he really did a great job in helping us um, to work with people and help people. Because there's a lot of people that think if I just pray another 54-day rosary novena or if I do enough religious things that I'll just overcome this particular weakness. Remember, we, we aren't just um, spiritual beings. We are physical and spiritual. We are uh, 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 embodied spirits. Um, we have a body and a soul. And the spiritual is one aspect of it. But often what's missing in areas of weakness is vulnerability, which is why confession is very powerful and healing, because we make ourselves intentionally vulnerable to the Lord. Um, and meeting with others that struggle like we struggle, which is why one of the reasons AA is so successful or struggles with um, um, addiction to pornography or whatever our struggle or addiction be, it's good to have groups where we can be vulnerable and share ourselves with others. So the human, the, we, we learned this in seminary, right? There's human formation, there's spiritual formation, there's intellectual formation, there's pastoral formation. Often we, we emphasize the spiritual formation, but we don't have good human formation, meaning we're not connecting with other human beings on a healthy level. We don't know how to do that. Or we maybe haven't learned how to, the word that Father Sean uses, we don't know how to entrust ourselves to another. And this goes with God as well, right? We have a real struggle with trust. This is what original sin's really at the root, is a, a, a suspicion of God as my Father. And I have a deep root, deeply seated suspicion of God's love for me. When I'm weak, when I'm broken, when I'm poor. You know, when I'm doing well, it seems like, oh, I love God, God loves me. But there's these parts of us inside that don't trust God's love or closeness or goodwill for us when we are um, in a place of sin. And we struggle to acknowledge I'm a sinner and God still loves me. That seems very counterintuitive. Because in our world, you're not allowed to sin. Meaning, if you sin and anyone finds out about it, you know, everyone starts rock, launching stones at you. In our world, is set up in, in so many ways to fail. You know, we, we, we don't have it, we, we are very judgmental in our culture and society, yet we don't want anyone to know about our sins. <laughs> so it's set up where you're not allowed to expose your heart. And if you do, you're accused or you're attacked. You're, you're pointed out. You're kind of put up on the pedestal and everyone feels better because they can throw stones at you, but they're not willing to look at their own broken 
brokenness and sin. And we, we all are a part of this. So it's, this, is a, this is a tactic of Satan, is to get us to divide and conquer each other, to destroy one another by being the accuser. Remember, you know, Satan is the accuser. He's the one pointing fingers, accusing. So anytime we're accusing, whether even ourselves, we're not even allowed to judge ourselves. You know, we're not allowed to judge at all. You can judge behavior, but you can't judge the person. And the reason is, is you don't even know. I don't know. We don't know ourselves very well. The, the, the people, um, I mean, you could say this all the way, someone who's a pedophile. You know, and something that seems so like, oh, that's a horrible thing. Yes, it is the activity, but the heart of that person is very broken. And so we always have to look deeper than just the activity. The sin is always just a manifestation of something going on way deeper. And often the person committing the crime or the sin doesn't know what they're doing. Jesus says, Father, forgive them. They know not what they're doing. We knew what we was doing or what we were doing, we wouldn't do it. We're, we're very complex beings. It's not just, you know, so simple to just kind of, you know, make it sound so easy. You know, your history of sin, all of us here have a history of sin. We have a formation in, in, in our in who we are to, the, to this day. And a ton of that comes from, you know, our parents, our coaches, our teachers. You know, you can have one bad experience as a little kid, meaning your, your coach said something to you or your teacher or a parent or a brother or sister said something very hurtful. And you can actually make an inner vow to never, I will never share myself again. And when you said that, you made a spiritual pact with that lie. And like it or not, you're going to live out of that. Because you made an interior choice to agree with a lie, and it's going to affect you the rest of your life. And you might be 30, 40 years old in your marriage, and you're like, you're, you're hitting a wall all the time, and you're wondering, why can't I entrust myself to my husband or wife? Why, why can't I share with them? Why am I always feeling this block? Most likely, there's an inner vow you made at some point in your life, and you don't know what that is. And this is why prayer is so important. You can see culture that's not praying is going to live out of those inner vows and lies. Because when we're little, we're so vulnerable. And the enemy, you know, if we don't protect our hearts and others, adults, you know, one of the purposes of a godparent, you know, is to parents, godparents, to, to care for the, the tenderness of that little boy or girl soul so that they can keep the armor of God on their heart and know they're loved. To really reinforce that truth in their lives. So, knowing the truth isn't really that difficult. What complicates that is we have a hard time knowing the truth, not because it's easy to or, or difficult to know the truth. It's because we have a hard time loving ourselves when the truth is spoken. So, we like to water it down, we like to kind of ignore it, we like to go, if you go walk around the elephant in the room, we don't like staring it in the face because that means I have to acknowledge I'm a sinner. And if my image of God is warped and I'm not allowed to be 
be a sinner and be close to God, well, there's going to be major issues. Because every time I hear truth, and my image that I have of God in my head is a God who was created not by Jesus, meaning that the image of God is Jesus, that's the true image, but my image of God was created by my coach or my teacher or my dad or my mom or my brother or my sister, my aunt, my uncle, my boss, my whoever out in the world has formed my image of God, namely authority. You know, because when we think of God, He's an authority figure. So any authority in my life that has formed that image replaces the true image. And so when I hear truth, I'm not allowed to let myself be a sinner. So do you see why a lot of people don't experience the Savior? Because they're not allowed intellectually, psychologically, emotionally, when, when they discover that they're sinners, they isolate themselves immediately. It's, it's like that lie triggers, they shut themselves down, and they stay at a distance. And then they feel more isolated, more lonely, more afraid, and guess what happens? That creates pain. Guess what happens when there's pain? I need to seek more comfort. So what do I do? The world and the devil and the flesh have tons of advice on what we should do in our struggling marriages, in our difficulties at home, workplace. You know, again, on and on can be the, the list of drugs that we can use to numb that pain of isolation. And many people think isolation is normal. Loneliness is normal. And, and psychologists and uh, Father Sean was telling us at the root of this all, I know Father Mark probably shared this with you. He did the whole week seminar. But at the root of all of these things is one, one word, disconnect. People feel disconnected. I don't know if you ever had a chance, but if I showed this to the family formation the other night. If you have a chance, um, watch on YouTube. It's called The Still-Faced Mom. S-T-I-L-L. Still-Faced Mom. And it's basically showing how we need to connect. And if we don't, we, we, we go into meltdown as humans. There's, there's a child version of that, there's an adult version of meltdown, um, and this is what happens, you know, um, so watch that video if you can, it's really powerful, it's about a mom with her little baby and how she's connecting and the baby's feeling so good, and, and then the mom just looks at the baby, it, it's kind of hard to watch a bit, but it, she has a still face and doesn't show any emotion to the baby, and immediately this little baby girl picks it up. She like, looks at her mom almost instantly like something's wrong. The baby then starts reaching and trying to connect with the mom and the mom just looks. And then the baby starts to move to like pushing the mom to connect and the mom just looks. And then finally the baby melts down and starts to cry and covers her face because the baby starts to believe something must be wrong with me because mom's not reacting anymore. How many of us have a still face God where God just looks at us, no affection, no love, nothing. And then we start melting down. We go into, I'm bad, something's wrong with me. We cover ourselves, we hide. Isn't that what Adam and Eve did? They hid from God, why? Because their image of God was given to them by Satan. When God doesn't give you his image and 
Satan does or the world does or the flesh does, you shut down, you isolate, you melt down. And we're doing this all day. We don't even know. We made this normal in our world. It's not normal. It's very disordered and it's sinful and brokenness. But again, we got to be willing to let God guide us, as it said in the first reading with Job. So, as we continue uh, the day, try to be aware of where you're triggered, where you're, um, you're feeling isolated, or there's pain, or you feel disconnected. Don't be afraid of it. Bring it to the Lord. And finally, here's where we get the true image, the scriptures. You must read scripture daily. Otherwise, your image of God will be given to you by someone else. This is the real image of God, not the stuff given out there. 